morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour live on this Tuesday, July the, what is it, July the 18th. How's your summer going? Is it humid enough for you? I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, the physical delivery of wealth insurance. It is what we do, gold and silver and we do it with attitude. We do it by educating all of you each and every day right here on this radio show, on our website at allamericangold.com, 100% supported and funded by our customers. That's how we do it. When you order from us, we put it back where we found it. Uh, Wendy's in the studio this morning. Hi. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Yeah? I'm hot. You're hot? It's humid. It's humid. See, it's not hot. It's, 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 it's very humid here. We don't like, we don't know what to do with it. It's almost like when it rains and you don't, no one knows how to drive here. Right. We don't know what to do with the no, humidity. The humidity is terrible. My, my hair is in curl. <laughs> I look like I stuck my finger in a light I didn't jacket. say it. Well, maybe I did. I think um, I said you look like a poodle. When I straighten it, it just looks kinky anyway, so... Um, so you just said the heck with it. The heck with it. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I like that attitude. I know. The heck with it attitude. The heck with it attitude. So and, and oh okay. What? What? All the metals plan boxes. We did it. Have shipped. How about that? They're, they're all shipped. So we're starting a new quarter, and if you're interested in learning more about it, you can go online or you can call me, and I will be very happy to explain. I, I will tell you, I really did. This was the best one I've ever done, it, it and I've done lots of them. It was very good. We we had some we had some we had some great, great stuff. We had great coins to to put in there. Some unusual coins. Um, I think I, everybody, almost every because some people, you know, there's some of them that said, "No, this is what I want. Only send me this, or only send me that." But I think only probably ninety percent of everybody else got something unusual. Something, yeah, definitely un- unusual. And and for those of you who I guess it was what last month we did those silver falcons. We, we a lot of people got falcons. Some people got falcons. Some I, people got uh, one tenth ounce uh, Canadian right. maple leaves, right. which are just kind of cool to look at. Right. Uh, I, I even bought John, my husband, for his birthday, which was last Saturday. I bought him. A I don't know why we're talking. We don't have any more. If in case you right. wanted to get, yeah, we don't <laughs> have any more. I, I even called. That's why we do. Bank. This is why we're the best company in the world. We talk about stuff that we don't have. We, we don't. We don't have it. I, I even called the bullion bank and said, "Yeah, more of those no, silver falcons," no. and they're like, "No, no, no." We but uh, but nonetheless, it. yes, we we we've completed it. Uh, if you're looking to sign up, it's a great plan. It, it really. I is. mean, really, when you think about, you get four physical deliveries a year. Uh, you can do. You can start with as little as a hundred dollars a month. There is no maximum. You can do as much as you like, as right. little as you like. Um, and then we, and then we ship it. Four times a year. Four times a year. Yeah, you get four physical deliveries to you. It's kind of like our version of a 401k. You're going to be better off. You're not going to have to pay all the outrageous fees. You're not going to be worried about, uh, you know, is this going to zero or is that going to zero, and you just put it away. And and then you open up your box, and you get a surprise. Yeah, surprise, and then you put it away. And then you put it, <laughs> then you put it away. Right. And if you do that long enough, hey, by, uh, you know, Five, ten, fifteen, twenty years later, you got a lot of metal. Yes, you know, and I think uh, this is going to be one of those things that that I think over the next ten years, 
more and more people are going to be asking instead of how big is your portfolio or you know you know how they have those TV commercials you walk around and everyone's walking around with millions of dollars they're right. the size of their, it's going to be how much does your portfolio weigh right and speaking of weighing uh, the stock market is down today Goldman Sachs came out with earnings Bank of America Charles Schwab uh, all of these companies and the big message trading volumes. Matter of fact, Goldman Sachs said it was the worst trading volume ever. You know, we've been posing this question all along. Who's going to be buying all this stuff? (laughs) And the answer, apparently, at least on the trading side, not very many people. Uh, The Dow's down about 100 points. Uh, Gold's up another $9 this morning, $1,243 now. Silver uh, up as well, up almost 18 cents, $16.30. As uh, as we kind of watch all of the there was uh, some more economic data. We'll get you to the report. CPI came out today, uh, or I'm sorry, I think it was PPI came out today. Janet Yellen did not like it. It, it once again said, hey, there's, there's no inflation out there. Uh, home builder sentiment. Apparently, the home builders are upset with Donald Trump's trade policy. Yes, because, you know, when you're going to buy a home, and you wake up one day, and, and uh, you and the wife are talking, and you say, you know what? By golly, let's go buy a new home. The first words out of your mouth, well, I don't know. You know, these trade policies that are going on in America right now, I'm not so sure now's a good time. But apparently, for the builders, this is their main concern. Of course, really, their main concern is people still aren't showing up. Uh, We'll bring all of that to you as well. Uh, Chipotle, be careful. Uh, Another one, I guess, uh, they're closing restaurants. they got another virus issue. Uh, This one, I think, was in Virginia. I, I know, remember, last time they had that thing. I think it's the exact same thing. Uh, the exact same problem, uh, uh, the norovirus or, or what, what is it? I'm, I'm not sure which one it was, but apparently uh, they had a closed restaurant this morning. So all of you that are making lunch plans, I mean, don't let that be your deciding factor, but you may want to uh, skip the Chipotle just in case. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Put that gas in the truck. I actually saw 204 today. Uh, gas is getting a little cheaper. It wasn't import. It was import prices. I apologize. Import and export prices, not consumer prices, that fell. Uh, they say fuel prices seeing another steep decline. The Labor Department said that U.S. import prices fell for the second straight month in a row. If you excluded the fuel, uh, the fuel prices, import prices was up a tenth of a percent. Uh, the non-fuel imports that were higher, food, feeds, beverages, and capital goods. Lower prices for automotive vehicle goods, non-fuel industrial supplies, and materials. Again, though, this is the uh, the sign that. The inflation that Janet Yellen had been promising isn't materializing, at least the way they calculated. 
And that's really all that matters. Right? Forget about that rent, which are you, anyone with a mortgage or, or rent, you all know, we all know. Right? They're, it's more expensive. Right? Housing values are up. Your property taxes go up. Right? It, it's more expensive. We, we, we've covered health care ad infinitum. Oh, by the way, did you see the health care that it did? Uh, and, and I know that two more came out to say no, and there is more. I mean, I, I heard there was as many as 10 Republicans that weren't on board, and now they're going to go for a repeal, complete repeal. And I, that's already dead. That's dead. They can't. They don't have the vote for that either. Uh, I think what's going to happen, they're going to let it fail, which is maybe what they should have done all along. Unfortunately for all of us, that's going to be very, very costly. You know, and that's one of those things that isn't in their little budget projections. Uh, but nonetheless, the the Senate is does not have the votes uh, for the replacement to Obamacare. Uh, so look for another big increase in premiums. And here's the problem. You're going to end up with a lot of states, and maybe uh, there may be a few exceptions, but the vast majority of states where they've got those rural areas, it's just too costly for what they need to provide. They have mandatory requirements. And these mandatory requirements will be just too costly. The insurers are like, ah, even though they could say, hey, we need a price increase, they know, okay, listen, we can't be charging $4,000 a month. (laughs) Right? That's not going to work. And usually those rural areas tend to be a little poorer to begin with, uh, and you're going to end up with a lot of places that don't have anything. My concern is is what is it going to cost us? Uh, and, And so not a good day for people that were hoping... Uh, for some some kind of budget sanity uh, that appears to to at least for now be going out the window. Home builder confidence fell two points today, as we discussed about trade policy. Really, their concern was, hey, we can't build the homes that people really want to buy. I mean, that was really the concern. They're like lumber; the cost of lumber's up. The cost to build these homes is up. It costs more. I mean, that's what they said. Again, there's no inflation. But they're worried because, hey, well, you know what? We can't build $100,000 homes. (laughs) Just can't do it. Even $200,000 homes, man, that's got to be way out somewhere. Right? Hey, if you're like 40 miles from town, then maybe. If we can get the land cheap enough, then maybe. But the realities are, you know, three and four hundred. And then I don't know if you saw foreigners buying homes. Do we maybe do we need to start talking about this? New all time record high foreigners in the US market. Both by volume and by dollars. Matter of fact, by dollar, they make up ten percent now of the total housing market in the United States foreign buyers. Uh, so it even paints even a darker picture, doesn't it? I mean, and we don't want to be negative about it. Hey, it's great, but right, they're, they're making things look a lot better than what they really are for the average guy. Right? The, the housing numbers aren't great as it is. We know that. It's better. Hey, let's give credit. It's better. It really is. 
but it's not even back to what it used to be. And now you look at prices, people can't afford them. <laughs> they just can't. And less Americans than even we thought were buying homes. Because now 10% of all dollars done in homes is made up by foreigners. How about this one? This is a new, this is how, I guess, uh, problematic things may really be. So you hear from Goldman, you hear from Bank of America, we hear from Schwab, we hear from Citi, we hear from all these companies, they're all saying the same thing. Trading volumes down. But you'll see the headlines, they beat earnings. All of them beat because the Federal Reserve was raising rates. And, I, you know, the funny thing is, is because they charged more. They didn't pay more for a deposit. <laughs> they just charged more. You know, it's great how that works. It's, it's just, it's almost, it's really a criminal organization. Isn't it? Hey, before you can charge more, you need to then uh, give your depositors more. Wouldn't you think that should be the rule? Of course not. But how about this one? When consumers have trouble making ends meet, and we're we're seeing that, right? And the, and it's tough, right? We talk about all the side hustles and all the side gigs, and everybody's got to work multiple jobs, and it's still not enough. Bills from retailers that have gone bankrupt or closed tend to go toward the bottom of the pile. Hey, they're going out of business. I'm not paying that bill. <laughs> uh, yeah, you probably are going to regret that. The trouble for lenders like Citigroup is that the debt is actually owed to them. Right? So when you've got your, your store credit card, your Macy's card, or your Target card, your Kohl's card, right, you don't owe the money to the store. Right? You owe the money to the bank that's behind the credit card. Citigroup, the fourth largest U.S. bank by assets, said that it's having trouble collecting on store brand credit cards, which is leading to higher lending losses. Shh. Let's see. Hmm. Auto defaults are up. Nobody has any interest in paying their student loans. Now, Citigroup comes out and says, hey, we've got a little problem, right? The problem is we can't get anybody to pay their store credit card bill. It says to reverse the trend, the bank has been stepping up its outreach to shoppers. Well, that sounds like such a good... Oh, City, they're reaching out. Right? It, it, it's a, a, a fancy word for debt collector. They're reaching out to shoppers who finance purchases from chains like Macy's and Sears with a Citigroup store brand credit card, which the bank has stood behind for more than a decade. The bank recently doubled the number of messages it sent out to borrowers. Now, how do you get one of these messages? How do you get Citigroup to reach out to you? Well, the answer is simple. Don't pay your bill. 
we've begun to see evidence of some progress, but it's slower than we originally had targeted. <laughs> see, here's the problem when you call people that don't have the money. The vast, vast majority of us, we want to pay. Right? We don't want to be a deadbeat. No, I, I like it. There are people that do, right? The scam artists and all that. But the fact, we want to pay our bill. But you know what they, what do they say? Well, you can't get blood out of a rock. Yeah, so Citigroup's like, wait a minute, but we doubled. We doubled our effort, but we're not getting any more money. They expect to charge off almost 5% of its store brand credit card portfolio which was up uh, almost uh, four-tenths of a percent. That's a big, that's a big deal. That's 10%. An increase of 10% in charge-off. Credit cards is, is the only major consumer business unit in the United States that Citigroup has been trying to grow since refashioning itself after the 08 financial crisis. Or that's another fancy way of saying it. Uh, after we got bailed out by the Federal Reserve and the federal government and the taxpayer after the financial crisis. Store brand cards are a special focus for city because they have been generating strong profits. <laughs> but now they're starting to say, hey, we're starting to have some problems. It goes on and on and talks about credit scores and all this other stuff. But, but if you can't pay those bills, What's next? Because that's the like that's probably the first thing, right? You stop paying. We probably should have saw that one coming, right? When we saw credit card charge offs rising, auto loan charge offs rising, we probably should have surmised that the store credit cards were already in trouble. And now I guess Citigroup is the major player in that market. Which I, I guess we learned something new uh, that well they're having some trouble. But don't worry, they've doubled the amount of phone calls they're making to people that haven't paid. How about this one? You don't think taxes are rising everywhere? You know, and this is the thing that, again, when they talk about no inflation, this should really be one of the inflation buckets, shouldn't it? Right? When's the last time your taxes went down? First statewide bicycle tax in the nation has just occurred in Oregon. Oregon now will tax any bicycle that is worth over 200 bucks, $15 per bike. <laughs> well, you know what? They got to pay for the road somehow. Right? The bicyclist is on the road. He should pay, too, right? And, of course, we pay what? You, you pay with your gasoline tax. And now Oregon, known for its avid biking culture. Well, we got a lot of those here, too. Do you see them? And they all dress up. You know, like the Tour de France is going on right now. And, and in Arizona, it, you, can, you see them. They dress up the whole nine yards. Right? You think the Tour de France is right here in Scottsdale. I love, I, obviously, they do it for a reason. I just don't know what it is. Uh, I, I probably should be doing some more biking. But the first statewide bike tax 
is going into effect. Governor Kate Brown expected to sign the sweeping $5.3 billion transportation package, which includes an excise tax of $15 on the sale of bicycles exceeding more than $200. Yeah, so and I don't know how much a bike costs. But I'm going to say this, if you're, you know, if you're buying a bike to go out and ride it, you know, every day and dress up like you're in the Tour de France, I'm going to say they all cost more than that. Even though the funding has been earmarked for improvements that will benefit cyclists, the tax has managed to make people upset. We're taxing, we're taxing the healthiest, most inexpensive most environmental friendly, most efficient, and most economical, sustainable form of transportation ever devised in human history. And you know what? It doesn't matter. Everybody's broke and they need the money. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report. A daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Haidt. As we discussed yesterday, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fourth Circuit is using its 10 to 5 Democratic majority to railroad the Trump administration based on hearsay, their own conjecture of Trump's motives, and a host of other typically inadmissible information in a court of law. The court even reached back to December 7, 2015, nearly a year before Trump was elected president, to cite a statement on preventing Muslim immigration that was posted on his campaign website by some unknown person. No court has ever relied so heavily on campaign rhetoric by a presidential candidate in order to invalidate actions he took after becoming president. Trump was, after all, ultimately elected president based largely on his strong opposition to uncontrolled immigration and his promise to stop it. Under the logic of the Fourth Circuit, President Trump could be acting unconstitutionally just by sitting in the White House. The Fourth Circuit decision was wrong for at least three different reasons. First, the Fourth Circuit ignored the clear precedent in favor of deferring to the president's authority to exclude aliens from the United States. Few matters are as clearly within the exclusive authority of the legislative and executive branches as immigration. Second, the court invented out of thin air a new rule that allows mere campaign statements to be used against a president as he exercises his authority in the White House. Judges thereby inject themselves into the political process in a way never contemplated by the founders. Third, the Fourth Circuit vastly expanded the misuse of the Establishment Clause to sacrifice even national security on the altar of the phony separation of church and state. As the dissenters pointed out, this expanded view of the Establishment Clause is totally unworkable and inappropriate under any standard of analysis. For now, the White House seems content to climb the ladder one more time, hoping for a 5-4 to win before the Supreme Court. But what if the Supreme Court rules against President Trump and the will of the people, as the Fourth Circuit did? The Trump administration needs to develop a plan B that prevents the will of the people from continuing to be thwarted by judicial supremacy. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Illegal immigration burdens our schools and social services and opens doors to criminals and terrorists. 
Outdated visa programs divert jobs from Americans. PhyllisSchlafly.com chronicles these outrageous unfair practices and provides answers. Go online to PhyllisSchlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. U.S. $20 Liberties, thirteen twenty-five, And I'm going to waive the credit card fee. Yep. So, so no credit card fee saves you about twenty seven dollars uh, per coin. If you want to put away some U.S. twenty dollar liberties, thirteen twenty five. If you buy ten or more, thirteen fifteen. So you save ten bucks when you buy ten or more at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Put it away because if you don't, they're going to find a way to tax it. I mean, that's just what they're going to do. They're, if you've got money somewhere. They're going to be coming after. We should probably start a, uh, you know, who, what state can come up with the most original, for lack of a better word, uh, way of taxing their citizenry. You know, you think about, we, we, we know all the, the regular ways, but now they're finding new ways. They're getting really innovative, aren't they? A bicycle tax. Right, the the marijuana taxes, the let's not fund the pensions and pretend that we don't have it tax. <laughs> not to mention, you know, every couple of years the electricity guys want more money, the garbage guys want more money, the sewer guys want more money. Uh, they they uh, automobiles, right? Re- registration for automobiles. I mean, you name it, they're doing it all. And it doesn't end. And now it's growing, right? All the, you know, the regular stuff, they've already done all that. Now, they got, now they're getting really creative. Maybe it'll be the, uh, the tree hugger tax. <laughs> Anytime you go to your uh, local store to buy some, uh, I don't know, tomato plants, or uh, but maybe you want to grow some green beans or some peas, there'll be a tax on that. Maybe there'll be a... Uh, a lawn fertilizer tax or taxes on you know, lawnmowers. We don't really have a lot of places that have lawnmowers here. Some people do, but most people, if they have grass, it's it's not a whole lot. But uh, a lot of the other people, who knows? We can just create all kinds of stuff, right? The Sunday breakfast tax, <laughs> why not? Oh, by the way, did you hear the the flatulence on the airplane? was fake news. Even though it had been wider, I actually checked. I double-checked because I was like, come on, that can't be true. But it was reported not only by the local affiliate, and I want to say they were, I think it was in North Carolina or wherever they diverted the flight, and and uh, Drudge had it and a few other uh, companies or places had it. So I'm like, oh, really? I mean, it wasn't it was, they're saying that it wasn't. No, it, it was a smell. Something smelled. But they could not for sure say that it came out of... There you go. Right. So I wanted to let you know that uh, I try not to do that. I try to... Matter of fact, anything I talk about, I make sure at least, you know, you go through and say, okay, I can verify this from multiple different places. And apparently American Airlines issued a statement saying that, no, there really was some 
mechanical issue that was generating the smelliness. That's too funny. I was just cracking up. Okay. <laughs> but but the uh, but anyway, Wendy reminded me of that because she said she had some flatulence. So. I did not. He's so bad. You know what? <laughs> Thank God we're almost like brother and sister because we are. We are. I love you. Ridiculous. I do. I know. I know. Did you hear about General Motors? I've been telling everybody. This is all coming. I don't know how it's going. I don't. Probably why it is. You know, they did all they could to try to. To stop gold and to stop silver, it didn't work. Matter of fact, gold threw another resistance point again today, back over 1240. Silver's uh, well, got all the way up to $16.30. It's coming, uh, coming all right back, and the news is just getting a little worse and a little worse. You know, the trading news, not a shock to us, because I've been saying, who's buying this stuff? But apparently nobody is. General Motors announced that they're going to have to extend shutdowns even longer as they have record inventory of unsold cars uh the the plant where they make the chevy bolt and they make the uh, they make another vehicle there i forget what oh the sonic the chevy sonic the chevy bolt in in orion that's going to to shut down by the way they say car sales well of that particular those two cars down thirty-seven percent. I never even year heard of those today. cars. I don't know. Are they tiny little? No, I mean the one ranges from uh, thirty-five thousand to forty-one thousand. Wow. Uh, that's for the Bolt. Uh, I don't know if they gave the price on this Sonic. I don't know what a Sonic is. I don't know. But but either way, those plants, uh, the Chevy Cruze plant. The assembly plant in Lordstown, Ohio, uh, the cruise plant, like I said, near uh, Kansas City, Missouri, uh, the Malibu sedan, an additional three more weeks. So I think, I'm not sure, but I think that brings it up to eight weeks. That they're they're shutting down. That they're shutting down production to try to reduce inventory. And and I have to say, the plant in in Ohio, in Lordsburg, that's a very small town. And I do know this town. And a lot of people who live there are employed. Well, that's the last place. That is the town, that, right? That, so, that is and the this town. And this is the problem. And you know what the funny thing is? Is just in April, and this is the problem, right? Because these people, I'm sorry, they're just liars. I don't know what else to say. They come out on TV. General Motors came out. They put them on the idiot box. It's on CNBC. If you heard it on CNBC, it's probably not true. Yeah, it's true. Especially if it's a gold commercial, but neither here nor there. They came out and said, oh, no, it's fine. We're going to have inventory down to a 90-day supply by June. And we're going to have it down to a 75-day supply by the end of August. This is what they were saying in April. They've now surpassed the all-time record high of supply with, I think, is somewhere north of 100 and, 105 to 110 days' worth of supply. And, and they don't have any buyers. How about this one, though? Harley-Davidson came out and said, it's cutting shipment forecast. Shares skidded to a one-year low after Harley-Davidson said... That demand has weakened and continues to weaken among its aging baby boomer customers 
and fewer millennials taking to motorcycling. Listen, this is the problem, right? It's kind of the same thing. Who's going to buy all this stuff? If the baby boomers aren't buying it, who's buying it? The millennials are broke. <laughs> I mean, you read all the articles. I mean, I'm not telling you anything we don't already know. It says that they're going to need to cut production in the second half of 2017 and reduce its hourly workforce for its U.S. plant. Guess we'll have to wait for the details. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. U.S. $20 Liberties, $13.25, and that is check or credit card. Waiving the credit card fee today on the $20 Liberty gold piece at $13.25. Uh, rolls of Silver Eagles, by the way, U.S. Silver Eagles moving back up again, three ninety-five. dollars uh, If you're looking to put away some U.S. Silver Eagles, uh, rolls of twenty. $395 if you've never done business with them. But you kind of understand what's really going on. Right? We, we live in this world where, where our elected officials and our Federal Reserve like to believe that, that unicorns exist and everything they see is going to somehow miraculously be A-OK. Right? We want to believe it. But then when you look at what they say, and then you look at what actually happened, right? You're like, man, they don't know what they're talking about, right? I mean, now you think about just through it, a little over three weeks ago, Janet Yellen was telling us inflation was going to roar back. And we're going to be raising rates. And then two weeks ago, she kind of changed her tune. Oh, uh, maybe not. Matter of fact, we're probably about done, <laughs> right? And, and, you know, Wall Street pretends, oh, yeah, that's good. That should have scared the hell out of everybody. What changed? What happened? What did they see in the data that made them all of a sudden, in a matter of two weeks, reverse course pretty much 100%. And I think we're starting to see it, right? We're seeing it in retail sales. Uh, then we, we saw the import prices come out today, right? The home builders aren't feeling nearly as good anymore. Did, did you see the, the, the reports from General Motors? And then on top of that, Harley-Davidson. Now, by the way, Harley-Davidson, I was just reading through this. They're saying sales are down 20%. I mean, that's stuff that doesn't even happen at Sears. Right, I mean, I mean it's terrible, but I mean their sales only fall like eight or nine percent a year. Harley Davidson says sales are down twenty percent a year. But if you've never done business with us, we're not like everybody else. Matter of fact, we're so different than everybody else. It's hard to really uh, explain how it is we do what we do. But when you call up, really, what we want you to do when we run specials, that's what we want you to buy. Why? What, because we make the most amount of money? No. Actually, we make less. Because there truly are 
that's truly a special price, right? It's a really good price. You're going to save money. We're not going to bait and switch you, right? We're not going to advertise something and then when you call up, tell you all the reasons why you don't want to buy it. And then tell you something entirely different, right, that we got a 30 or 40% markup on. We don't do, well, first of all, we don't have anything that's even in that ballpark. Nothing. I mean, 10% here is hard to find. You got to want something really, really weird that I've got to do a lot of work to get to get markups that high. And when you call up and you just say, hey, I want the special, we're just going to ask you, how many would you like? That's it. That's going to be our question. How many would you like? One, five, ten, right? You decide how you want to pay for it, personal check. Uh, we take all four major credit cards if you want to send the bank wire, whatever. The only thing we can't do anymore, right? We used to have a third-party check from Guam. We can't do that. Right, so we, we can't take any uh, second-party checks. You can't sign your check over to us. That's one of the, you know, all of us were terrorists when doing that. That was the, the big reason for that. You can't do that anymore. You're, you, you're going to have to deposit your own check and then send it to us, either in a personal check, like I said, the four credit cards, the bank wire, whatever it may be. And once we have good funds, we ship the product to your registered, insured U.S. mail. If you're local and you want to come pick it up, great. We do everything by appointment. Right? We're not a coin store. That's not what we do. We don't want you any be. You know, we want you to have privacy when doing business with us. And we do our best, and we're usually pretty good at it. Every once in a while, it may we we may have somebody at the door when somebody else is in here but we want to we normally try to make sure that that does not happen and that you can conduct your business privately uh personally and not have to worry about who else is around or anything like that and that's it we don't call you i mean some people say hey can you call me when we ship we'll do that absolutely matter of fact when you just did that about 15, 20 minutes ago. She called one of our customers, hey, here's your tracking number, blah, 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 because that's what they have. But other than that, we don't call you. Ever. Unless, I mean, boy, you really got to be after us. And there's literally, right now off the top of my head, Wendy, maybe you can correct me. How many people do you call? One? Is it one? Two. Wendy's got two people. (laughs) When we got something, I mean, that's really amazing, she'll call two people. And say, hey, Joe just told me about this. Do you want it? But other than that, we don't. And that's on their orders. But we don't do it. Right? We, 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 we're we not going to waste our time. We don't have a bunch of people here, uh, you know, on a phone that used to be car salesmen or whatever and trying to just reload you up and do all that. We don't do it. Right? We don't have, you know, you come in for a seminar and and try to intimidate you into buying things. We don't do any of that. So we don't play any games. We just don't. The reason why we do this show, obviously, we promote ourselves here, but we want you to be educated and understand why it's important to have them. Listen, there's nothing wrong with being in the stock market. Nothing. 
Nothing wrong with owning homes and buying cars and doing going on vacation. Nothing's wrong with that. Matter of fact, it's great. But you need to have wealth insurance, just like you have your car insurance and your uh, and your home insurance and your life insurance. You need to have your wealth insurance, and that's where we come in. Pedro Radio News Hour. Final segment on a Tuesday, uh, a second correction day. My shares of Harley Davidson down twenty percent. Uh, my bad. They're, they are like Sears. They they said that sales of Harley Davidson motorcycles fell nine point three percent. So sales down nine point three percent, shares down twenty percent. As Harley Davidson says that uh, layoffs are coming, uh, less people are buying bikes. Uh, the baby boomers generation is getting older and they're done riding and not enough younger kids can afford to buy a Harley and uh, shares of Harley Davidson falling on that news oh by the way and just like I said just I just saw the headline three GOP senators have already said they oppose uh, the outright repeal of Obamacare so that that headline just just flashed across my screen here, uh, so I guess the repeal is dead as well. Uh, that's not a surprise. I didn't think they had the votes for that as either. Uh, so just get ready. Bigger deficits. I mean, that's just what's coming. Right? More creative ways to separate us from our money. Right? Remember when they used to talk about less government Right, well, no one talks about it now. They they re- did release a budget that isn't even worth the paper that it's printed on. Matter of fact, uh, they they released it today, the Office of Budget and Management, with the error that they admitted to yesterday. By the way, still in it, where they made some math errors about uh, how much entitlements were going to cost, uh, trying to say that they could get almost you know the budget almost balanced in ten years uh, with a bunch of numbers that they just made up. I mean, I, I looked at it. I want to believe it. It's just not true. They make all these wild assumptions that no one believes. And probably why it really hasn't been reported on, but I did want to tell you that they did put it out. Uh, the Trump administration put out a, a budget uh, for the next 10 years that they say can bring the budget deficit down. Uh, unfortunately, it's just not true. I mean, the numbers that they're, they make these these assumptions that they have no no hope. It's kind of like the Federal Reserve talking about what GDP is going to be. I mean, they're, they're never right. Or inflation or, or any of these other things. Uh, but this is why you put it away. You know, and you're seeing here, we're starting to see this. It's growing. 33 states missed on revenues in 2016. I, and and and, you know, well, I guess that was 2017 for the state. So now they're on 2018, July 1st. I think 46 of the 50 states' fiscal year started July the 1st. 2017's not looking as good either. And now you're starting to see the creative taxes that are coming out from a lot of states. Hartford now has gotten a bankruptcy attorney. Uh, we're still waiting on the rating agencies to see if they're going to send Illinois into outright junk. And now the federal government, uh, the the first big 
leg of the Trump administration. You know, we needed to get rid of Obamacare. We did. And and not because I want to throw people out of insurance or anything like that. It's just, it just doesn't work. The problem is now I think we're going to replace it with something far, far worse. But, you know, what can you do? 800-951-0592. All you can do is take what we know and do something about it. And by doing something about it, you call us. 800-951-0592. Everyone take care. We'll talk again tomorrow.